Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, where our hearts are our master. A production of CosmicReality.com. And welcome to Cosmic Reality. It is July 25th, 2023. And hold a second. Okay, um, so uh, I'm, this is Nancy Hopkins, and with me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard. And um, there, Walt, are you there? Have I got yep, you muted? Yep, yep. Okay. I was good. Good. And Dolly? I'm here. Okay, then. Okay, so um, <clears throat> what's what's gonna? What, what, okay, so I'm a little discombobulated here, but that's nothing's new. When we start the show, it always is a little bit choppy, but we're good to go. Except that Dolly still got storms in the area and may have a a bad internet connection, because um, I can hear some noise behind somebody. Me? Are you hearing you? The, okay. the thunder? Are you hearing the thunder? Mm-hmm. No, it's 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 like is it rubbing up against something? <clears throat> is your mic a mic rubbing up against something? No, nope. I'm all clear. I I hear it too. It's like an airplane. Okay, mute yourself. Mute yourself. I guess Dolly is muted. I guess not. <laughs> I'm muted. I'm muting again. Okay, so something else is happening here. Um, you mute yourself. Walt, you mute yourself. Okay, it's on Walt. Walt, you've got the problem, not Dolly. Dolly, you can come back on. <laughs> Unmute yourself and talk to me. Uh, See, I'm perfect. Walt isn't. Yeah. The only thing that's running is the AC, and I'm not going to shut it off because it's 94, and in in 100% humidity. So I'll I'll quit. They'll just listen to the show. (laughs) Turn down the gain on your mic and see if that helps it. Okay. Okay. Sorry, people. This is live radio, and you hear how we get set up. Okay, so I I lowered it. What about now? Are you listening to something crazy now? It's much less. I don't hear it at all. Okay. You want me to, to keep lowering? Yeah, I want you to go all the way down. Okay. It's nothing. It's down to zero. It's down to zero. All right. Now talk to me, please. One, two, three. One, two, three. Okay. All right. That's much better. You're going to have to stay up on your, stay close to your mic, though, because the volume is down, too. But at least we don't hear any background noise. Talk to me. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can try coming up on it, but just stay close on your mic. I think you'll be all right. Okay, I'm going to mute myself since you guys have a list. I don't, you don't need me talking. I'm just going to well, mute myself on, on you. Go ahead. No, no, you're you're fine. You're fine, actually. The volume's probably good. Any uh, People in chat, if you hear anything that you don't like, let me know, please. I will actually look at chat to see if somebody responds. Hello out there. <laughs> we got we got people so they're there or they're not hearing anything but if they weren't they tell us all right so uh, <laughs> okay um, you know the beauty of it is we do fix things Dolly <laughs> you know it's like oh there's a problem but you know we've been at this for so long that we kind of like know what it could be right so um, I just think it's fun that the audience gets to hear what we're doing well, yeah, because they're they're in here. They're 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 with us. I mean, we're their face, their voice. But we wouldn't. You know, well, we would because everybody's unique, and it takes only one person to change reality. But having uh, the cosmic reality group out there is is just really awesome. And um, just to be aware. I have opened up the Rumble Station. Um, you know the story. At first, it was giving me so much grief, and I just couldn't handle it. I admit, I, w I wimped out. But now I'm, I'm working it again. And so we may start getting a little growth there. We may have some new people coming in. But just put out there the intention that they're only the good people. Yeah, the only the good people. Because as soon as Rumble went up, you start getting, well, it was actually a post on Telegram on um, the uh, Karen <clears throat> Karen McDonald show that went off be just before this one. It was on just before this one. Um, that went up on Rumble, and um, Carrie Cassidy, you know, God bless her, and she's done so much for radio <clears throat> for the alternative, uh, you know, movement, let's put it that way. But she posted it on her Telegram. And right away you're getting negative comments, you know. It's just like, at least we don't do that. Well, some people do. It's normally to find out after the fact it's Dolly in the <laughs> chat making, making all But, you know, there's other people. But, it, you know, it's not what... what, what but you got, you got negative comments on, on McCarran? Yeah. What, what, what? I didn't. I didn't even hear her yet. I didn't do that. No, Negative, such as. Oh, I don't believe her. Yeah, I, you know, I don't. I don't pay too much attention to them. I'm sorry, Walt. I just don't. But it's the same thing that we encountered in Wolf Spirit, which is one of the reasons we left Wolf Spirit. Well, it was Dolly's main reason, and yep. she dragged me with her. I had nothing <laughs> to say about it. <laughs> 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 you know, so uh, yeah, we were we were on Wolf Spirit, and you know, for people that don't know the story, it's always good to reminisce. You know, go back in time. Yeah. Wolf Spirit, Wolf Spirit um, had been one of the few internet, and at the time we called it radio station, an internet radio station, 
And it was put together with um, a group of people who basically had their own, what we now call podcasts, but they had their own little radio station there that was them. And they were getting a lot of problems, technical problems. And some of these people, it, it ran the ga- gamut. You know, some were very technically sophisticated and some of them weren't. So they came together, and I don't know how many there were at the time, but they came together under the banner Wolf Spirit Radio. And uh, Dave Corso, uh, Dave, when Dolly's talking about him, Dave Corso was, was, became like, well, I guess technically he owned it. Um, yeah, he technically owned it, but he was also the major producer of it. So, and they, they, because there wasn't anybody else out there, there was really no challenge, and they grew very, very fast. People, if they were talking about internet radio, were talking about Wolf Spirit. Then Wolf Spirit broke off, and I don't know what, why this happened. Did this happen before your time when Wolf Spirit and uh, Revolution Radio became two separate entities? Yeah, that was before my time. Yeah, I don't know the story there, but that's what happened. And so now you had the two. Um, and what when D- Dave died, like the wolf spirit died with him for most of it. I mean, I I wasn't, I, I, I had been on wolf spirit, but I don't think I had my own show. I think I was on with JP and I was on with Luz and some other people. And um, do you remember Luz? Yes. She died. No. No. Oh, yeah. no. I got goosebumps. When? Yeah. Um, well, I talked to her in the fall. So sometime between the fall and, you know, probably a little bit ago. Oh, uh, wh- why? What happened? Well, um, apparently, and, well, finding it out, you know, it was like one of her friends that, always was in contact with her lost contact and freaked out and somehow was contacting other people and uh you know do you know do you know no no but she finally i guess found a family member and found out that she had had a stroke now she was she didn't take the vaccination but the poor girl because she was she was with a group of Something had happened, and she wasn't with her family. She was with a group of other people when I talked to her in the fall. And, you know, it was um, one of those situations where she had a massive stroke. Oh, my gosh. All right? But the people she was living with, they had been vaccinated. They were all lefties, liberals. Oh. Okay? So, Uh and and I'm thinking about Luz, and I'm going like, Oh my God, she probably just short-circuited being in a house full of liberals and she can't say anything. (laughs) You know? And you know how she liked to talk. Yes. Well, that plus the fact they were shedding. Well, plus the fact, you know, now that I think back, it was probably in the same time frame that uh, Lee Brown and uh, Christia transitioned. That could very well be, because a lot of them did then. A lot yeah. of people, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So. It makes my uh, eyes cry. Well. Because she's such a good person to be here on Earth. 
I know I miss these people. Yeah. You know, um, but I'm sure that knowing the people that that I'm missing, that they're, you know, doing something that's more important than staying here with me. <laughs> yeah, it was time for them to go. Is it okay for you to ask the posse about them? Let me, let me connect. Please, God. And do y'all want to come and talk? <laughs> they always want to come and talk. <laughs> said, You're such a good sheriff. I said, do y'all want to come and talk? We always want to come and talk. <laughs> They're so sweet. Um... Oh, okay. I'm getting it loud and clear. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Um, who's telling me, Dave or the posse? Pop, yeah. Wait a minute. Just settle on one of you. I'm hearing from three different places. They got radio interference too. Wow. Dave is gonna tell the story. No, the posse's going to tell the story. Gee. Okay, all right, I'll take it. Um, Luz did transition, and uh, there is a group up there of the type of people that Luz is, and they are all meeting together. They still have some that are left here on planet Earth, but... Uh, I got goosebumps back off a little bit. Okay, thank you. Um, they have all gotten together because they've had time to transition and uh, get used to it. And so they're all meeting together and they're doing stuff over there that is affecting people or places oh both both places special places on planet earth and special peoples on planet earth they're working with a special group of beings and places here on earth too so uh they're all having a good time and uh it wasn't a bad crossing for her. It, it, she just it did not anticipate it when she moved in with these people. Did not anticipate anything that would be happening there. And she's very happy. It, she wouldn't have, when she was here on planet Earth, she wouldn't have anticipated crossing so soon it was a big surprise to her uh, which took her a little bit longer to make the transition and uh, but once she adjusted to this fact she's perfectly okay and loving it and more people are going to be joining their did, that, crowd, did she, crowd. Did she leave against her will? 
No. Oh, okay. No. It was okay. It was okay. She, uh, no, she's, she's quite content. Once she adjusted to the fact she was leaving so soon, uh, it was okay. Everything was okay. And that's that on that. I'm done. Am I gone? Did you not, not, didn't Nancy mention other people that have recently left? Or just, just loose? Well, we were just talking about loose. Oh, okay. Well, and Christia and Lee, they left too, but they didn't go to where Luz went. Um. Well, this is really strange to me. Um, Christia is, is so happy. Doc, no, 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 oh, dear. Um, Christy is very happy and content where she is. She's with a group of people like her. And then uh, Lee, this is what's surprising me. Lee was a reverend. Um, hold on a minute. That's okay. weird. All right. Uh, I wanted... Russell will close my bedroom door because Doc's in the mood to bark at something. Um, where were we? Lee Brown. She is still in a confused state. Uh, she doesn't know if she's alive or dead? Give me a minute here. Well, oh, okay. I'm trying to figure this out, what they're showing me and telling me. Uh, they're showing me walking, her walking in circle, in, in a circle, and she's beaten a path around this circle. And every once in a while, she looks up and, and she talks with who is with her, trying to help her through this state of confusion. It isn't. Anything like what she thought it was going to be. And she can't figure out why or where she went askew in her thoughts about once you cross over. Uh, Sounds like she's stuck in a belief system. They, they're telling me that she's going to work her way through it, but for right now, she's very confused. And it, it would be nice if people could send her prayers to help her work through the issue. And that's all I got about Lee. Christy is okay, Lee's confused, and Luz is happy as pigs and shit. <laughs> That's very happy. 
I'm glad we checked in on him. It sounds like Luz's group is not working with background people. Okay, let me ask let me ask a question as long as they're seeming to be talkative here. Is Bill Brockbrader on that side or this side? I'm they're discussing this. They're all discussing this. Because, because they cannot give us an answer on that. And they can't tell us why either. I want to know. Well, it, makes, it makes perfect sense because that means that he's in the middle of a, of a spiritual battle. So if in a spiritual battle, you can't, you can't uh, reveal the thing about where a person is, you know, like what dimensional fold they are, either the physical or the mental or the spiritual. So it just goes to show he, uh, he was an active com combatant. I'm getting he's, he's, wherever he is, he's okay. <laughs> we don't need to be concerned uh, because he's okay. Doing exactly what he was signed up for. I can't get any feeling on that. They aren't giving me any, any feeling on it. Huh. So he's surrounded by a cloaking shield. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I can't. I mean, I've been in contact with him telepathically for since he well back in uh, 15 2015 was when he left Dolly oh that and, long ago yeah I was surprised um, well what what happened was that there was a um, a clip from when Bill was with Carrie Cassidy on Camelot and it was about looking glass, the device that they used to look in the future, and painting a rosy look at what we were going to eventually get to. So it was only, I don't know, not very long. <clears throat> and um, I got pissed off because they didn't give him credit. It was like whistleblower talks about the looking glass in the future. But he, they didn't give him any credit. And so that prompted me to contact a, a mutual friend. Because the mutual friend... All right, so for those people who don't know who the heck we're talking about. Back in, uh, I think it was like 2011, Kerry Cassidy interviewed a guy by the name of Bill Woods at the time she interviewed him. It was a pseudonym. And he was telling a story about when he was part of the military, part of the army, and a special forces, I mean a super secret special forces, and this was back in 90s, the late 90s, 96 is jumping out at me, so maybe, I think it started in 96, but the, he never got involved in it until like 99 or something. But 
they were it was teams i think they were maybe four man maybe three man but not more than than four teams that went into uh iraq into the desert areas of iraq where the nomadic tribes wandered and they would be given a location and they would get that to that location and then they would take a laser beam and essentially paint it on the supposed building that was a target and then a tomahawk missile would be <clears throat> fired from a navy ship off the coast and boom you know target gone well but they were all on uh, you know they were they were working like undercover but the, in the jungle living on whatever they could could get and they made friends with the nomadic tribes there well it was was a while into it before bill kind of woke up because of his connection to the nomadic tribes and he realized that he didn't see a military necessity to be destroying these particular buildings that they were targeting and he began to think that the buildings weren't being targeted, but the people were. Because they started to hit it with one tomahawk, and then there would be a delay, and people would run to help the people that were there, and then there would be a second tomahawk. Um, and it was weird, because I don't think he was painting the building for the second one. He might have been, but... It, it it this all his warnings you know went off something's not right here so he was given a a target and the target was the town where this nomadic people who he was very close to by now uh were and so he does what he's supposed to do he's got the laser on the target but he's realizing that his fr he's targeting his friends and at the last instant he moved the laser and the missile hit the mountains behind it so then he was brought up on like you better tell us what this was all about charges and he explained that you know his, his concerns about it but they basically had him in a corner because when he was younger he's been in the military for a while when he was younger he had a sexual affair with an underage girl now he himself was he 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 was a, a you know kind of a lost soul and these two people just found each other so it's, it's a long story of course they're always long stories so it was consensual but the army found out about it somehow or another and used it to blackmail him and so he went went back into the into the arena there and found out that the guy who had replaced him or was there with him i mean one of the teams i think they had three teams and one of the team leaders actually did destroy that village and bill was so irate that he beat the shit out of the guy and so he was court-martialed <clears throat> he managed to get out of the army with this big cloud over his head and when he got out he was he started his own business the guy was brilliant absolutely unbelievably brilliant or is brilliant and um 
so he started his own business but he was always had that realization that he's being watched and every once in a while the watchers would make themselves known as a threat to him and stuff but he psychologically he wasn't in a good place because of course he had seen this this terrible situation and and why were they why were they doing this was before 9-11 this was before the Americans should have had any military activity in Iraq and you know that well that they had 9-11 after the event that Bill was there because like I say I think it was like 99 but one of the um, the nomadic people had said to Bill there's gonna be an attack by civilian aircraft so <clears throat> when 9-11 happened he's confronting the fact that somebody there a nomadic tribe in Iraq whoa something's happening Walt thunder 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 oh that's Bad. Thunder. wow yeah wow. so um Anyway, so he, he began, and it, that was at the same time that the Internet started happening. And he managed to get himself into the anonymous group. And the anonymous group, some of you been here for a long time, will remember it was that Guy Falk mask-looking people, and they were real hackers, I mean talented hackers, live on the black web. And Bill told me once, he said, the only thing that we knew about each other was the handle and the story that was it you didn't know any personal information about anybody so and they they were they had come together mainly because they were seeing a lot of bad shit happen like me and you know I went out into the public and said there's a lot of bad shit happening but they got together in a secure environment of the black web and just discussed this stuff and, and, you know, started to get deeper and deeper into the rabbit hole. And then there's this guy that shows up <clears throat> and says, uh, I got a whole bunch of stuff from the NSA. And they didn't believe him at first, but then he started dropping some of this stuff. And they finally said, oh, my God, this is real. And that was Edward Snowden. So Snowden of the NSA, where he captured all... Bill says it's trigabytes, trigabytes of information, uh, took them out of the NSA system, and then eventually went public with some of it, but the vast majority of it he never released to anybody except Anonymous. So the, the Snowden files went to Anonymous, and for the first time they organized, and because there was so much information, they had to break into little groups like two or three people together working on a certain number of files. And they started to, you know, realize that they had the keys to the Black Cat's kingdom because the, these files were, remember the <clears throat> NSA is listening to everybody, including the Black Cats. And in these files, they were able to determine not only who was a Black Cat, but what was the blackmail information. Okay, they, 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 one by one, they were able to do, you know, figure this all out. And, but while, while one, they were... One sec, one sec. Pull one little, one little tiny, tiny pause. pause. Are you saying, Are you that, saying that the NSA, the NSA is, is, not is not part of the Black Hats? 
No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that the system listens to everything. It doesn't say, oh, you're a black hat. I'm not going to listen to you. It doesn't know who's a black hat and who's a white hat until you listen to the information that's been recovered. It's just data. Uh, it uh, listens. Everything is listened to. Everything is recorded. And that was if, one, one. if they are black hat, I mean, they would take measures to filter themselves out, correct? Not necessarily because they're arrogant and stupid. Oh. And who's going to think that somebody like Snowden is going to take all the information and get it to somebody like the anonymous group that can do something with it? You see, they don't care if you know, because you can't do anything with it. Oh. But this time, there was somebody to do something with it, which was anonymous. And Snowden turned over the files to anonymous. Anonymous started to organize and look at the files and go through them. And... Um, Bill's story was the one that kind of like was a linchpin for making people understand the depth of the craziness. Um, because it was something that he could A, prove, although they, they attempted to mush that out. And uh, because he was willing to do it, I think. So he went public with Camelot. Uh, and Carrie Cassidy and released a bunch of secrets that got the attention of all the black hat intelligence people, right? And they start watching him and then he proceeds to go from this one episode with Cassidy to be the probably the number one person on the internet at the time. He was all over the place. He started a Facebook group and the Facebook group was amazing. You no no matter what time of day you went there, there were people on the in the chat in the in the Facebook. It was always open. I would um, I would get up every I well I I I was working at a job that I could do this. Okay, um, I didn't have anything to do in the job basically. So I would go and I'd open up that Facebook group, and I would proceed to go down and click on everything that they were talking about because during the nighttime my friends in, in Britain were doing research so all I had to do was to go look at the research they'd done and that was the most amazing period of my life of just absolute knowledge because it was so much of it and I was being paid to sit for eight hours a day looking at this stuff and I'm talking, there were hundreds of people active at all times on that website. So, what, everything seemed to be going well. People were waking up. There were more and more people coming on board. <clears throat> and then, uh, and Bill had gotten involved with uh, Eva. Not a, not a story I'm going to get into, but Eva ended up, they ended up getting married. And so, she was running the... Uh, the website a lot she was all she was there pretty much all the time and um, all of a sudden she says Bill's been arrested so to make a long story short <clears throat> Bill got arrested they brought out the uh, pedophilia charges and it was a federal it was, it was all everything about it was cockeyed and and you know he was trapped but he went to jail it was, it was the three-year prison time. And when he got out, 
Um, he, he, okay, it, when he got out, and, and the first call he made was to me. And I was talking to people on the ground that had been friends, you know, that he, that were living right where the prison was. And they were the ones that went and got him out. I mean, were there when he got out. And they brought him home and um, he, he was, he was, he wasn't in the best mind. Let me put it to you that way. And uh, Eva was in the picture. It was crazy as heck. The story is, is truly, you know, should be put up on a, as a movie. But, um, but I only got that one call. And then things happened and he disappeared. So we don't know where he is. We've lost co complete contact. Nobody has any contact with him. And then um, this one friend who was part of the group, but she, many of us had a, a, a public persona because we were on internet radio, a lot of us, or in some way we're making waves. But this beautiful person was just there to support people. And so he felt that that was the, the safest place to send this disk drive so he sends her the disk drive and on it is uh, a series of information including some videotapes that he made and so to make <laughs> this story to finish this story I got a hold of her <clears throat> said that I wanted those videos uh, I said I've got the audio but I would really like to get a copy of those videos so she actually sent me the, the thumb drive the original thumb drive and I'm putting those up on YouTube, not all of them, some of them were for personal people. Um, but the ones that tell the truth, the story I just told you about Anonymous and Snowden and all, that came from Bill on these tapes. And, you know, if you want to hear or, or, or feel more about who he is, Cosmic Reality, and go to CosmicReality.com, go to the books and blogs, click on that, and you're going to find Cosmic Reality the novel, the, the book, the, uh, the nonfiction, and you can download it for free. You don't have to buy it. You can still buy it, but you don't have to buy it. You can get the PDF. And in, in there is the foreword that he wrote because um, I sent him a copy of the first, the first few, first order I made was sending him when he was still in jail. And he said, I'd like to write a forward on it. So before <clears throat> there was more than a couple of copies that came off of that, I had to go into a second edition to put the, you know, his, his uh, I hope it's on that particular uh, PDF. I think it is. And I also write about him in the book, in the second book. Because remember, Cosmic Reality is two books. In the second one, Down the Rabbit Hole, I write about all of this. And I write about, uh, there's more background to this. Because... And, and I never had the conversation with Bill, but the fact that he wanted to write the, and did a, an amazing job of writing the foreword to the book, makes me think that my interpretation of what I thought happened was true. Because when I was, <clears throat> when I was going and I was writing the book, and I'm thinking about Iraq, I kept getting this Stargate picture in my head, just like on Stargate, the TV show, you know, kept seeing it. So finally, I said, enough of this. I Googled Stargate in Iraq, and there was like over 2,000 responses to it. So 
what I think happened is that remember the story that we're living goes back millennia and one of those stories involves ETs ancient aliens with all sorts of devices that they have buried all over the place the nomadic or the people that lived in Iraq at the time that they left and they buried these things I don't know if they were human beings if they were ET offspring I don't know who these people were originally but their job forever and ever is to protect those devices so that you nobody can see them nobody can find them and the reason that they were under attack that Bill you know inadvertently got involved with is because they wanted them dead because as long as that genetic line existed nobody was going to be able to get to these devices because I had heard in the you know the alternative rumor mongering place that they had found devices in Iraq and that's why there was an Iraq war they were trying to get stargates uh, I didn't believe it at the time I didn't th I didn't dismiss it I never dismissed these weird things because you never know when they're going to be true and then like I say I was writing about Bill and I started getting this picture so I my feeling is is that that he probably came to the same conclusion too they were trying to kill off the energy field that was protecting these things and not allowing them to be seen uh, so that they could capture them because right after that you had 9-11 and the planes did commercial planes did attack and you have a situation where um, we're in now basically and I really did spend a lot of time telling that story but what I'm doing is I'm putting those things up on Rumble. I want the whole series to be done when I put them up. I want to put them up as a series so that once you take the... Because it, it gives you a lot of information about a lot of different things that we saw and talked about but didn't know the backstory. And he's given us the backstory. And uh, now based on what you said from the, the posse and stuff... Um, yeah, I think this is an important thing. Everything makes me think that, you know, what we're doing here is important. Well, I always thought it was. But it's uh, another, another let's say, level of the game, Dolly. So, so thank you. So you. you got nothing from it? You heard, you what? feel nothing from Bill? I know. I know. Actually, I I I know he's okay, but it's a different energy field that I when I'm connecting with him. It's not, it's like it's not so much telepathic, in that I could have conversations with him. Um, it's more like I'm here. Don't worry about it. You know that type of feeling. Uh -huh. I'm gonna text you a feel that I get, but because they're so Adam, I'm not giving me any info. I shouldn't uh, say it on the internet. Okay. Well, I'm not going to look at it until later. 
Okay, joke. Um, wow, that was that was an interesting discussion with the Posse and Dave. Okay, that, so that's probably yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, it is, and <laughs> I think I think you could be right. Yeah, like M O O N. Yeah. Uh, no. I no, get something no, else. No. <laughs> oh. I get something else. <laughs> you guys do realize that the phones work over the internet, so we may have heard nothing. But you have communicated through the, your cell phone, and that's using the internet. Unless you were using a VPN, everybody has seen your message. Oh, we know that, Walt. <laughs> but we're not going to be responsible for that's saying right. it. That's right. <laughs> they don't listen. They, you know, they don't look, listen to me on the phone. I, I. I'm firmly convinced that, you know, I'm highly protected and that phone is no danger to me. That, you know, nothing happens on that phone. You know, those planned murders and everything, they'll never hear it. They'll never see it. Didn't <laughs> 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 uh, get around like that. I, I've watched too much Gutfeld. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, um... Okay, so uh, is is every is the posse still there? I sort of yes. Page, were They're they hanging they around? Yeah, they, they, it was okay to talk about that. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you didn't you didn't go any farther than you should have. Damn! I wish I could say that more often. <laughs> they were they were waiting. They were going to shut you off. Well, at one point, I accidentally shut Skype down on myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, no, when you guys. I guess were that's talking, one way to do it. When you guys were talking, you were originally talking about uh, Lee and, and uh, Christine and Christina. stuff. I had a. I accidentally hit the. the Kill the kill the Skype, but now I've I've learned that the signal is coming from the computer. So as long as my computer's still connected to the internet, it keeps working even though I'm not on Skype, which is interesting. Um. So yeah, but uh, no, it's so it, it's going to get up on Rumble, and I highly recommend you know those people that really want to know some of the backdrops to stuff that we actually talked about it's it's interesting so we got people on the other side who are working i felt that i felt that that and i do believe this is a huge huge we can't even get our heads wrapped around how big this war is and the the ancestors you know people that have tribes that have just people that have disappeared you know that there's we've got help that we didn't well we've got the posse we've got Dave you know and I think there's a lot of people that are on the other side of the spirits and beings all over the universe that are you know cheering us on have faith 
Have faith. <laughs> they like that. Have faith. I keep saying I do have faith. I do have faith. <laughs> and uh, I have to let things play out the way they're supposed to. Yep. And I have the faith to believe they will. Yep. Yep. So. Um, Not easy. What, what's what, what's on your list there? Oh, my list. Yeah. Dave list. says no questions. Guess oh. not, Dave. Oh, do you, I didn't know that they wanted questions. Do they want questions? Walt, do you have questions? I, I don't know. I have to analyze. If I do have a question, I have to analyze what's a question that they can answer. Because normally they can't answer anything, so... That's why I don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let me say what I'm hearing. As, this is Dave, as he's been saying for a long time to me, that to us, there's a lot going on behind the scenes that we don't know about and that uh, they, when the white hats, when the good uh, spiritual beings got involved with this war, they had no idea how much is going on. And uh, they know Satan exists Satan's pushing a lot of this because it's a spiritual war good versus evil but uh, they had no idea that the evil could be as evil as it is showing up to be I mean they knew evil was evil but they didn't know evil was so bad oh they're saying one time Nancy said to you she didn't she believed Fauci would could be the Antichrist, but he's not even uh, uh, the tip on out of a fingernail. You know how you put your thumbnail up against a fingernail in the top part? He's not even that much of evil. Evil is worse than that. And so he's, Fauci was just a, just a demon. Demons are bad, but they aren't as evil as what Dave's trying to say right now. So um, they're saying, please don't get overwhelmed. It's going to be like an overwhelming situation, but... Uh, the, the evil is being routed out and a lot of the really bad stuff has been squelched, but there's still a lot left. That's what's taking so long. Even they didn't anticipate how bad it was. So hang in there. Have faith. Every day remind yourself, I have faith. I believe. I have faith. And 
He says that's all he wants to share, unless somebody has questions. I'm done. Well, I don't know if I've got any questions. I've got a lot of questions. It's just like... <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, let me, let me ask a question. I don't know if they'll answer it, but I do have to ask it. Okay. Uh, is Fox Network white or black hat? They have both. There's an internal in within Fox uh, battle going on. That's, that's it. All I got. Yeah, that's all I got. Is both. Steve Hilton's show's been canceled. I don't know who he is. Well, Steve Hilton was a Sunday night. Went after uh, Levine. Uh, Levine is like I'm. If if it if it's a black hat operation, I'm su surprised that he's still there. But he's so big that they would have a problem with him. Because he basically, yeah, he, he 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 says everything. Okay, there's there's uh, Jesse Waters is turning into a mini Tucker. Uh, it's it's really weird to see how he's going after things. Um, you got Gutfeld, but he does everything with a sense of humor, and then you've got Levine that you know is he's a constitutional lawyer and has been in some major major positions steve hilton was the guy that way before anybody else got into it was showing the connection between the fauci and the wuhan lab he broke that entire story. What we know about that story was basically broken by Steve months before anybody ever got even started talking about it on the alternative network. And he he came out and he, I mean I'm I was stunned at the amount of physical data that he pulled out concerning this connection. He absolutely proved that the under Fauci the um, United States government was funding the Wuhan lab in China to do biological uh, MRA experiments that were prohibited by Obama, by the way, that administration, prohibited in the United States. And he, the last show I saw with him, he was on something, I think it might have been the Hunter uh, Biden Joe connection. And I'm was like, wow, he's really laying it out there. And now it's been canceled and according to Fox so that Steve could pursue some project that he had in California. And I have not heard anything of what Steve may have said. He's still a contributor. He's still showing up. So, yeah. But it, it's funny because, I mean, <laughs> it's like they, they get rid of Tucker and then Jesse gets that position, the eight o'clock slot, and he 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 just in, 
the way he's presenting it is more Tuckerish than the way he used to present it. He'd present a little clip here and a little, you know, thingy here, and he had a lot of the Gutfeld kind of humor attached to it and stuff. But now he gets up there and he's like, boom, 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 you know. And uh, so they, 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 it's like that Hydra thing, you know, in, in Greek mythology. You cut off one head and there's another head grows. <laughs> yeah, it's strange. Anyway, so either of you got something we haven't gotten to your list yet? Are the is the ground or the upper upper level crew, <laughs> the guys upstairs? They're just they, gonna it, hang around, they say. Oh. In case I need them for something. Um, what I have is gonna take longer than the four minutes we have. Well, maybe I can do this one. I'm going to copy. Come on. Copy. This I got from General Patton on Telegram. He had posted it today. (laughs) Paste. Okay. Now I have to enter it. Okay, so you if you blow this up, you can see it better. Where the red circle is, um, you can see our very own Peter Ducci is interviewing Biden with some other interviewers. And if you look at the neckline and the back and the side on the Biden character right by his uh, coat collar, where the circle is, you can see his mask is all crinkled up. You know, Dolly, we had another picture, um, a, a totally different picture, but the same. Oh, I know. It was when he when he scratched his neck and the oh, mask yeah. did that yeah. weird thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, that doesn't look natural. <laughs> <laughs> No, it doesn't. Not at all. <laughs> well, the I would, they have, you think you, they would get better masks? I think they're trying. It, it's they're. I don't know who they are, but it's trying to make it so obvious that people say, "Oh, is that what they're talking about?" People like us, because. Yeah. Uh, the camel, forgot her name, the camel, um, he, she, whatever it is, the neckline on that mask in the front is always crinkled up, always, but bunched up, and they don't try to hide that either. <laughs> they're, they're just out in the open now. But the uh, it's the other things I have will take a little bit longer. Okay, no, thanks for that. Because every time I see it, it kind of like reinforces the... The movie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's play Disturbance, huh? Yeah? Yes. Without silence. Yes. Thank you. 
And welcome back to the Cosmic Reality Show. It's July 25th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard. And a bunch of etheric, spiritual, wonderful people. Along with, ex, you know, our audience here that's just... I love you guys. Are you guys there? <laughs> yeah. We're here. Okay. I'm here. Good. Good. Um, okay. I want to show more pictures along that line that I got off Nancy Drew. Um, here is. Hold on. Let me copy this. Uh, this place. Here's the first picture I want y'all to see. And then. I'm gonna. It's a comparison type picture. Uh, see that Jamie Fox there. Now, she says coincidence. The new Jamie Fox looks nothing like him. And she says, hmm. And here is. Uh, hold on. Think, Dolly, think. And here's paste. And here is the comparison picture. And this is they cloned Tyrone and Tyrone and the cast. I don't know what movie this is, but uh, Nancy Drew is saying they cloned all these people. And she's showing Jamie Foxx to prove it. See the picture they have of him in whatever they're talking about, the cast, and then compare it to the real picture of him. Recently, we heard, uh, like Annette Russell and I, that uh, Tyrone had gotten really sick. He ended up in the hospital. Then he ended up in a coma. And... Uh, I don't know where it stands now. I don't know if... But, uh, excuse me a bit, I'm a little bit confused. Which one is supposed to be the real one, the top picture or the bottom picture? The top one, on oh, the okay. right. And who, who's the woman? Does she play a role? This I do not know. I oh, couldn't okay. cut it apart. I didn't know how. Oh, okay. I don't know who that woman is. But that's Tyrone right there, the real Tyrone on the right. And that's the pretend one down on the top. Yeah, his face it looks wider, unless he's oh, yeah. gain gain weight. <laughs> no, well, I heard a clip from him, Jamie Fox, um, who's Tyrant. I don't know Jamie. I know him as Jamie Fox. He was on a clip that I saw on Fox Network, and he was saying that he had, you know, almost died, and he was he didn't say from what. But you know, you. I mean, I, thank you for your prayers. You knew I was in trouble, and blah blah blah. And he looks like the guy that you got in that first picture, very thin. Um, so I mean, yeah, somebody somebody can change that fast if you've gone through a terrible health crisis. I would think. I'm not sure that fast, but <laughs> I mean, well, that the whole shape of his head is different. Oh, shape, bone structure. Well, I'll tell you the one that's pretty shocking is Nancy Pelosi. They've got another Nancy Pelosi there. 
They do. She, oh yeah, she she actually is. I'm going to put this in quotes. Attractive compared. Yeah, I noticed to that. The hag, the hag that you know she was yeah. before. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, that's just. She's either got the most incredible plastic surgeon, or that ain't the same lady. <laughs> Absolutely. It's gotten to be funny to me, just really funny how they they put these things out, and I swear they're doing it so obviously that people can't miss its pretend stuff. I have to I have to think it's true that what you're saying that because it's it's getting harder and harder to dismiss it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It sure is. What else did Nancy Drew have? Anything else? She's still going to the D.C. area every day? Yes. Uh, something got. was different today. She got all excited about. Hold on. Oh, that's Jesse. Um, okay. This she posted today. Uh, not only did they finally remove the military camera on the west side of the Capitol. She calls it the Capitol. <laughs> Up close to the building. But they also removed the third and final one that sat on the north side of the building on Constitution Ave. And she's always cited. Um, she's been watching those cameras. Those cameras were put in place in the beginning of September 2021 and have been, in uh, quotation marks, watching the building ever since. Wow, huh? So they are no longer needed? That's a good sign to me. Um, I think she's thinking that things are moving right along seeing as they took those cameras down. Now, later this afternoon, she said, West side of the Capitol update. I was so excited to learn the military camera there has been finally removed. After I shut down, I went to the north side on Constitution Ave to see if that one was also removed. And it was. Remember, the first one was removed from the east side of the building months ago. Now they're all gone. They were installed in early September 2021, way after the, in quotation marks, insurrection. And she says, interesting. So she's thinking there, uh, something really positive and good has happened that they would remove those cameras. What do you think about that? Well, I don't know. You got any ideas, Walt? <laughs> I, I had a question for Dolly, but it, it does. It's not about the uh, the uh, the Capitol building. I had I had a question since she's uh, keeps her eye on the politics and all that other stuff. Are you is Dolly, are you aware if this pandemic is officially over? 
Yes, 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 it oh, okay. is. The reason I ask is because I noticed at my local Target, they removed all the plexiglass surrounding the cashier. <laughs> so all the plexiglass, all the all the shielding, everything's being removed. And, I, and I'm looking at it, oh, my, I guess this pandemic is over. And I, I thought to ask you guys, since you, you're up to date on all this stuff. Yeah, it, 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 yes. I'm not keeping up anymore. Well, I, I just, it's a movie, it'll play out, and oh. I have faith it'll be okay. So. Yeah, I, I love what Texas is doing because, you know, they had, um, Okay, the, the 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 idea here is let in all these aliens so you destroy the social fabric of the United States. That's that's the concept. They've used it in Europe. It was very successful. They've got enclaves of uh, different nationalities living in ghettos. Okay, because a ghetto is not necessarily run down. A ghetto is some place where you've got a nationality outside the norm of the culture you're living in. And um, <clears throat> problems all over the place, particularly in Great Britain that I know of, probably others that I haven't heard of. But, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a real problem. But over here, I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference because we were all, it's a melting pot of the world. So, but anyway, that's just, I just went off on that tangent. So, um, what were we talking? Oh, yeah, Texas. Um, so... Texas and Arizona have been fighting this in California, but not so much they don't fight. Um, but Texas and not so much Arizona, but definitely Texas is fighting the uh, people coming into their state that's destroying their state. So they came up with the most ingenious plan. They've got these big, huge balls that float. And they're like the warning balls that you see strung together when you're not supposed to go beyond a particular area in a pool or something. But these things are big. And apparently they have, um, they're not just bobbing there and have an anchor holding them in place. There's actually some kind of a fencing that's underneath there too. And so the areas where they were getting the most influx of the illegal uh, attack on our our nation they just put these in the water there's only about a thousand feet but the effect is is that and from the from the from the position of the texans they're saying look at people are trying to swim into this area and they're drowning they had 900 people drowned last year on the border and right now the total is up over 500 so, you know, if you see this barrier that you can't get through this, it's a terrible part of the river where the rapids can, it'll just, it's more, it's a swifter flowing than some other areas that you might be able to get across. So it's a humanitarian move on the part of the Texans. Don't come this way. But they've uh, had a real deep, it's been, it's been very effective. They've closed off that area that they have it. And so the federal government is suing them now because they didn't do an, an environmental impact study before they put them in. Oh. <laughs> you know, 
you know. Oh, right. oh, the problem is too many corpses. Is they're affecting the environment? Oh, there you go. Yeah, good one, Walt. Yeah. I'll tell I'll tell the governor the next time I talk to him. Um, Abbott, his name is, and uh, he said, "So come on, sue us, sue us. You know, we'll talk to you in the Supreme Court." And uh, you know, you just don't mess mess with those Texans. So that. That's just another side thing that's happening down there at the border. Did they get the, the uh, success with their, they keep talking about secession for years and years, uh, where they want to be their own separate country? Any oh, that was, that, was, that was a crazy Republican that was doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what his name is. Yeah, it was the governor there. We will secede. And at the time, I thought it was the nuttiest thing I had heard, but, you know, now I'm thinking if Florida decides to secede, I'm good with that. <laughs> I'm good well, with that. I remember seeing uh, a, an, uh, something on the news. Uh, we were traveling through New England, and I was looking at the news one night in the in the hotel in the motel room, and the uh, the article. There was this movement in Texas, where they they were gathering funds and they were they wanted to build this giant wall around the state so somebody uh, was making these bricks and you you were putting your money your money forward to uh, get these bricks made in order to completely encircle the state and and separate it from the other from the rest of the country and I'm, I'm looking at this and it's like what is this insanity what is this but uh, this this must have been in the in the early '90s, but it was crazy. I mean, you're gonna build a wall around Texas, so well, obviously te nothing. <laughs> Texas could actually do that, Walt, because there's three electric systems in the United States, oh. and one of them is in Texas. Texas has its independent; they're not tied into the U.S. grid in oh. their electric system. Yeah, I guess they could. They probably could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it comes about during from the war, World War Two, because uh, you had this uh, tremendous need for a lot of production, and to take the oil that was you know prevalent there all over the place, and ship it to northern industrial firms. In the, in a war situation, it just was pra more practical to buy to build the the weapons factories there in Texas, next to the fuel that would fuel the industries, and so in order to uh, build up that industrial potential, they actually created their own grid, and that's why it's there. They you know, but yeah, Texas has its own electric grid, so. Got something else on your list? Yep. Go for it. Uh, this is, this was on Jesse Waters. Uh, I put the link in the chat room. And uh, it was last night. Um, Tafari, who is Obama's chef, that he took with him when he left the White House, and he, so Tapari was being Obama's chef privately at the estate in the Hamptons. Um, 
and he, he was also uh, Bush's chef when Bush was in the White House. He had announced on somewhere it was a, he had a picture of it, he, he and his wife, and he announced, "I still can't swim." So, um, he was found, well, they say he was seen on, on that paddle board that you take out on the water and you stand and paddle on it. He did not have a vest on. He had a black water suit on. And he fell off it in eight feet of water. And he came up once and he never came up again. So he drowned. And uh, Obama has those paddle boards out on his yard by where the ocean is. Just throwing that in as an aside. And they couldn't find the man's body for till the next day. I think it was found today. I'm not sure. Um, but he did not have a life vest on, and he made it publicly known he still can't swim. And then uh, Jesse also said Clinton's chef also drowned. Not the same time. I don't know when, but Clinton had a chef that drowned too. So... I'm wondering, did these chefs know too much and had to be eliminated? Why would the guy who cannot swim wear a vest, a swim vest, if he was going to go out on the surfboard? And why in the world, because he can't swim, would he go out on the surfboard? board in the first place, the paddle board. So I thought that was quite interesting. And, and there'll think... be and there'll be no medical examination of the body. So they'll Oh no, no, it's being treated as a murder. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah. Well, because oh. they have to. They ha- it's suspicious you know, any any time you have like an accident like this, they they look at it for foul play. And that's in the initial attempt to in, in a situation like this is to find out if there's any foul play. Now, I saw that uh, Facebook post or whatever it was that says that kids still can't swim. I don't know what the date on that is because later on I saw a video of him swimming in a pool. And he was swimming. He was swimming? He was swimming. Hmm. You know, and he was doing laps. And I was kind of impressed with his ability to swim. Now, maybe that wasn't him. I mean, it was a black man swimming in a pool, and they said it was him. So I don't know. I well, did obviously, know. the assassin was uh, somebody uh, uh, swimming under under the water, so you can't see him from the top, right? There was another person on another paddleboard that was there with him. That's where the witness was. He was on another paddleboard. Um, but one of the people, neighbor, you know, the people that swim in that area, they said it's very deceiving 
because you think that you're pretty close to the shore and then you're paddling and paddling and you're not making any headway because of the way the currents run in that particular area. So there's a lot of reason to think it could have been, you know, an accidental drowning. But I'm kind of with you, you know, the fact that the, the coincidence that, you know, a chef, I don't know, I didn't, I don't remember him saying he drowned, but the chef, the Clinton chef dying, he did say, I heard that, and I think my mind went, Mawg, you know. <laughs> well, if, unfortunately, if the chef was a secret lover, then um, people are so... Uh, Messy is that they, they, he obviously said too much during sex, and, and, and now the chef knows. Why are you gonna... going there? You don't know that. <laughs> I don't have to know it. <laughs> he has a wife and twin boys. No, he has a husband and twin boys that were adopted. <laughs> no, you're talking about Obama. We're talking about the chef. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. If the if the chef was sleeping with Obama, he Why Obama, do you say that? Why are you saying that? Well, because Obama's gay. Yeah, but why do you say the chef is? The chef was in the picture with his wife. Oh. And they Maybe have married men can have sex with other men. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, may, maybe the chef was found out that there were child sa sacrifices happening. Maybe. You know, I'm not saying, I mean, I mean, I don't know why you're going there. It might be true. Maybe there was a threesome. I don't know. <laughs> but it's like, sometimes I wonder where your mind is going. Good Lord. He was a chef. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't... <laughs> you can't have a gay chef or a, a bisexual chef? Oh, dear. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, having talked to Karen McDonald, um, what you're saying is probably true, because the the le lechery and the, what what goes on out, you know, when the the posse was talking about, nobody realized the depravity that is really involved in this. I've kind of gotten to that same point because the people well, you for example for example the fact that you know. Karen found out for, from the from the daughter what she she was subjected to coming from the father, right? Well, the reason for the father was doing that to the child is because it was done to him. I mean, they, they they get their minds get programmed from early childhood, so he's doing it because for him it's natural, not because he likes it. Definitely, because he, as a child he was programmed. To do that, you know, be be abused by a by a by an adult male. So they they themselves are victims of abuse. So they grow up and they do it because that's what to them that's normal. They don't see anything wrong with it. So this this level of psychological abuse, you know, Luciferian abuse. It's been going on for such a long time that they think that it's normal when it's not. Obviously, it's, it isn't, but they see it as normal. It's it's thus this is going to take a long time to clean up, as the Pasi has said. Well, isn't the didn't the Pasi saying it now? There's so much to clean up. That's why it's taking so long. It's just crazy.
Yeah, it is crazy. So I don't know there, Dolly. I don't know if it was murder or not, but they sure have a lot of people dying around these people, don't they? Mm-hmm. I mean, that- do, you know, do you know anybody in your life that got murdered? Who are you talking to? Either of you. I don't know anybody <laughs> in my life that got murdered. And yet the Obamans and Clintons, they have all these people associated with them, particularly the Clintons. You know, that's why she, Dolly says Killery. You know, how many <laughs> that's people exactly committed, right. Yeah. How many people have committed suicide that are, you know, somehow attached to the Clintons? Bleh. <laughs> well, <laughs> doesn't it, if you learn anything from fiction... I wonder how much fiction, how how fictional fiction actually is. Uh, it, it always has to deal with rich people. I mean, have you ever seen of an Agatha Christie mystery or any other, you know, book written history, whether the uh, the the killer is somebody poor who can hardly uh, hardly afford a newspaper if the newspapers continue, you know, still existed, but. Uh, no, you know, if you're going to write a book about some uh, fictional murder, it has to be interesting. It's always rich people. They're the, the killers in the story. <laughs> you're and right. Never, and then, never, did you it's ever wonder that? The poor guy. Yeah. The poor guy. The poor guy is always the sap. He's always been used, manipulated to look like the killer. And, and no, it's, it's, you know, the rich people. In fact, they. In fact, there's a, they, uh, there's a recent movie around this. It's called uh, Killer Parents, where this girl is introduced to the boy, the the boy, the boyfriend's parents, and there's a backstory. And it turns out the best story is that the, the both parents are murderers. So there you have it. Look at your in-laws are are professional, you know, murderers. So. My mother always said that, you know, before you <clears throat> get serious with a boy, find out who their parents are. That took on a lot <laughs> different meaning there. <laughs> <laughs> she knew what she was talking about. <laughs> yeah, she's a smart woman, I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, Lord. I have a relative who was hung for horse stealing. My grandpa, Howard. Was it grandpa or grandma? Either my grandpa or grandma Howard's relative. uh, Like a cousin or something like that. That's the closest I've gotten to a murder in my family. Well, that's what I'm saying. People don't walk around with, oh, who's going to be murdered today? (laughs) Yeah. Unless you work, work for the Clinton Foundation. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you want to? <laughs> it's an ad in the paper. Wanted professional murder. No questions asked. <laughs> I mean, you just well, don't. Don't you think that people should, you know, kind of like, duh, you know, common sense, common sense. <laughs> That's the least common of the senses. Well, like if your neighbor was. All of a sudden, everybody in their family or people that they knew, their business partners, were dying. Wouldn't you look at them, you know, from with a scanted eye? Why are they all dying around you? Why do you have that butcher knife dripping with blood? 
<laughs> well, that's why you have to have a very nice budget in order to pay off the police. And the prosecutors. And, exactly. and, and, and. Exactly. Keeps going, yeah. You got to be pretty darn rich. Look, well, look at the Biden, the Bidens. You know how much money do they have to pay off to get the get the investigators satisfied enough so they leave you alone? Lots and lots and lots of money. No, I don't think that that's in play here. I think this is all power based. Yeah. Well, this is, according this to is, this is bigger than the Bidens. It's a according to Dolly, it's a theater play. Right. Well, I say I don't think it's all theater. I think that Biden, the Biden family, did what they did, stupidly. I mean, it's like they keep saying there's no evidence, and they go, "There's this, there's this, there's this, there's this, there's this, there's this." I mean, you know, this. Don't look at that. Don't look at that. You're supposed to look in another direction. It's, it's, you know, just like. Well, there has been a change because um, the press secretary for the Bidens, every time she was asked, she would say, he never talked about business with his son. Now, the last time she was asked, she said, I tell you the same thing every time. He did not have any business dealings with his son. And the people in the audience or the press corps went, oh, she changed, she changed the line. You know, so now it's not that he never talked about it with his son. He never had any business dealings with his son. But then in the uh, documents that the FBI got from their, well, I'm not sure which document. One of the documents that they had was from somebody, a testimony from somebody that had been in meetings where they were negotiating with, you know, uh, foreign entities regarding, you know, the bribes that were being talked about as business. Um, and Hunter Biden supposedly had called his father two dozen times during the the meeting. Probably a, a coincidence, nothing more. Hey, hey Dad, if you, how was the ice cream? <laughs> Did you enjoy that? You know, I mean, what, what, I mean, it's all there and it's coming out. And now they're talking impeachment. So, uh, yeah, everything is coming apart for those Biden Biddens. I love the fact you call them Biddens. <laughs> the Bidden family. The most incompetent the mafia. Crime fam- the most incompetent crime family in in American history. <laughs> oh, come on, Walt! They've been successful for decades. You know, that, and that's the other thing. Somebody asked somebody, you know, well, where's all the money gone? And apparently the IRS could track not only that they had gotten the money, but that Hunter had spent the money. Millions and millions of dollars. Good boy. Well, one time he said that he would stay in a hotel, like in Las Vegas, until they threw him out. He said, I've been thrown out of every hotel in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, put that on your resume. <laughs> you know. Put your weird stuff on it. <laughs> well, since your daddy owns everything, why couldn't you put it? 
Well, he just got another one of his paintings sold for thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars, hundred thousand, I think it was. And lo and behold, the woman that bought it now has a position in the administration. I mean, come on. It's just a coincidence, Nancy. (laughs) What do you mean there's no proof? It's in your face. So that's when I think that. I think that what they did was real. I think those people really did that. Whether or not, I mean, this this is where it gets into theater. You know, that you've got, I mean, it, it gets more bizarre and more bizarre because it's just like out there in, the, in your face. And so it's kind of like, well, they did that. We've got these actors playing them now so you can, we can give you the information uh, a little bit at a time so you all don't go hairy carry and commit suicide yourselves because you're weak weak humans you know, you know it's oh dear god it's a strange place but but you know we're definitely not bored <laughs> <laughs> well you can you can you can feel very sure that History books 50 years from now, if there are still books printed 50 years from now, are going to look very interesting. Because if expecting that they be printing the truth, not butchered like a present day history books, which tell n- nothing close to the, cru- the truth, they just keep altering it and altering it. So it looks like nothing, like nothing, not even close to the, to the truth. Well, one of the truths that's coming out now is that the uh, Ukrainians have lost the war. And, you know, I, 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 I started hearing like little tidbits of this box, you know, type of thing. Um, and I didn't, well, in the alternative, everybody knew they were losing the war. But now it's like, you know, starting to creep into the mainstream media. Or what do they call now, it? Now, what is the, okay, what is the official story? War with whom? With Russia. Okay, and what is the real story? Because the I haven't heard that it, it Russia wasn't there to fight the Ukrainians. Russia was there to dismantle the, the, the business of the cabal, like the all dumbs. the, yeah. all the dumps, all the right. bio labs. They weren't at that. That's why. That's why. Didn't anybody find it interesting that in the middle of this amazing war that's destroying the country, movie stars and other noticeable celebrities were going there to the to the Ukraine, and when they showed real life feed of the, uh, uh, for example, the the cities, there was no activity. There wasn't. There weren't any bombs or any nothing in the cities and and. And there were celebrities there visiting the Ukraine. He's like, where is this big war supposed to be happening? Why would you go to a, a, a hot zone where there's they're in the middle of a war and you're going to go? What? What are you bulletproof? <laughs> where they can get the adrenochrome and yeah. and have sex with uh, little kids and and. Well, see, uh, when the out of World War Two, there was a, well, sort of, pre World War Two, there was a guy in the Ukraine that was very fascist and put together a, a political organization that 
by the time you got World War II, are really Nazis in the Ukraine. The Ukraine itself was critical to the World War II uh, battle because when the uh, Germans came in, in into that whole area, they get to Kiev, and the Russian resistance, the military resistance, what they were doing was they were burning everything. They were destroying, well, they were taking apart factories and taking the pieces of the factories and bringing them westward across the Bogle River. And anything else, food, everything, they were just scorch earth in front of the German troops. So they get to Kiev, and by that time, the Russians knew that the, the tendency of the Nazis to set up headquarters in the fanciest buildings they could get. So they pretty much knew which buildings they would choose to put up their headquarters and, you know, uh, shelter their troops and all this stuff. So they set bombs in the, in the basement area of all these buildings that they thought were going to be the, the place they went. And then wow, the Germans came in, they went to the buildings they thought, and they blew them up. And they said that the fires that burned, the explosions and, and you know, the fires that afterwards could be seen hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles away. And Kiev just, you know, was very central. But that's the way that the the Russians fought in the Ukraine against all of this stuff that was happening. But there was a core of Nazi Ukrainians. And that core is what was in charge of the Ukraine right now. They were part of the, you know, black cabal, and yes. So when you say that they're not, they're, they're after those people too. The, the fact that there's areas, it might not be the war we they've been told it is. There is activity going on, you know, not to the extent, I think, um, that they're explaining it. But right now, uh, Zelensky was at a NATO, NATO? I think it was a NATO, it was a meeting of uh, the top leaders in Europe in the uh, European Union thing, and there was a picture, and here he is standing by himself. All these other people are talking to each other, and he's standing all by himself like he was being ostracized. It was a really strange picture, and at that moment I said, "Aha!" And then they showed a clip of him basically saying thank you America for trying to help us but it everything that I saw in his little speech there was a human being very beaten down so that's why I say the war is is you know it's going to end shortly if they can't get a nuclear solution to it they will uh, it's it's over and there's American um, some American voices that are saying, you know, the, the what was it, the spring offensive or the fall, I don't know, summer offensive didn't work and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, that whole narrative is crumbling too. Yeah, uh, they're, they're saying that they're la the, la the last card that they have to play on this game is the alien, the fake alien invasion. 
but in a conversation with uh, Alex Collier and, and two others, uh, he found that laughable because he's saying that the, the alliance is already holding the high ground. How are they? How are they planning to do a fake alien invasion and not have the the guys know about it? <laughs> if if they were if they had any strategic advantage over anybody, then they would be able to get away with that. But they can't because the alliance is holding onto the high ground, so they know everything that they're they're doing, every action, everything. So how are they in order to do that? They have to have some kind of strategic advantage and they don't. No, it's it's all unraveling. And um you know, and then they have this Oppenheimer movie out there now, which I find interesting. The guy with from the atomic bomb? Yeah. Yeah. Are they trying to paint him as a, some kind of saint? Um, I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, but oh, oh. It, it, the fact that the, it's a some—I think it's a three-hour movie in the theaters. Wow! And Oppenheimer has been—he's uh, considered the father of the atomic bomb. He is one of those people that, when you're reading about him, you're not sure if he's—he's he's a good guy or a bad guy. I mean, a lot of people will say, oh, Oppenheimer and those people, they created the atomic weapon. Well, the fact of the matter is, is the Nazis were trying to do the same thing. And from the perspective of the Americans, it was like, if we don't do this, the Nazis are going to do this, and then everything is up, you know, it's going to be all over. So, it's, but it's an interesting presentation in that, and they show it in the clips that you see of it. Um, Matt Damon, as a matter of fact, the actor who's talking to the guy that's playing Oppenheimer, and he's saying, so you're saying to me that when we set this nuclear bomb off, there could be a chain reaction and we could destroy the world? And Oppenheimer goes, well, it's, it's, it's possible, not probable, and you know, but it doesn't have a zero percentage of happening and if we don't do this the Nazis are going to do this so because of it was the bomb it was the weapon that was dropped on Japan Hiroshima and Nagasaki they he got a, a kind of like a a bad image let's put it that way but then and I was listening to people talking about it and so I don't really know what the presentation is in the movie, except that it's uh, uh, apparently a complicated uh, number of things that were actually addressed. When, the, the, uh, when at the time when, because you remember the uh, the the Allies actually came in and they invited they invite invaded Germany, but at the time of that invasion, which which halted all the. Uh, factories and all the experiments that the Germans were carrying out weren't they weren't they in the middle of uh, experiments to on the with their heavy water experiments yes they were very close okay the, the they had a heavy water uh, facility in Norway 
And one of the um, most important operations that the Allies did was blow that thing up. Um, and, was, so, and somebody escaped with a sample of that, correct? There were uh, American agents, and somebody actually escaped with a with a with a bottle with a container of a sample of heavy water that was brought to the U.S. I think they had that before they planned the attack. Oh. Yeah. And um, that set them back. But they were very, very close. So. Do you remember when this isn't, this is different from what you were just saying. When uh, Trump met with Putin by the fireplace and they were sitting in the chairs and Putin handed Trump the football and said it's in your uh, whatever they call it now ballpark or whatever they call it court court no I think you don't remember that no no I remember it yes I'm not saying no it wasn't the court I think he said that it's in your hands now. Yeah, that could be. That could be. Yeah. Well, and supposedly when he gave them the football, he also gave them the uh, drives, the actual physical drives of conversations the Russians had recorded of the deep state uh, that they were turning over all of their... The, the, supposedly the, the, the what was on the drive was... Uh, many tetrabytes of conversations that were recorded by the Russians. And there was two versions of it, exactly as it was recorded, transcribed by the Russians. And then, because it's it's a lot easier to send documents than it is uh, the actual audio. Um, So you have the, the... documents that were <clears throat> were in Russian that, and then translated in English. So the keys, you know, the, the critical information, they, they apparently had from the get-go a lot more intelligence on the deep state from the Russians. And uh, supposedly those tapes were inside the football? I probably, I don't know. But it was it was a really significant act. Thing. Yes, what act. they did. What they did. Yes. And then a few months later, Putin was assassinated. Yeah. For those people that didn't know that, the Putin that you're seeing there is not Vladimir. And he's changed out. Now you said it, and I didn't. <laughs> what do you mean? You said what? who you're seeing isn't real. Well, that was very obvious, but it was because of the assassination. And uh, the why he was poisoned by his most trusted confidant. And um, I forget who it was, somebody. And I it's felt like it's butler, but I don't think that's the right word. No, no, it was a, his, his assistant, you know political assistant there and um, so they brought in supposedly it was a black hat Putin 
And you, if you look at the pictures, this was in the spring of, gosh, was it 20? I think it was 20 or 21, probably 21. Yeah, maybe 22. But it was in the springtime, I remember, because I pulled up pictures of the last time I knew it was a real Putin, which was when uh, Donald Trump was with him in 19. And then I took pictures of him, you know, the recent pictures, and he looked paunchy and his, you know, like he was sick, like he wasn't feeling really well. And then a while back, a while further into the story, you see another version of him. And, uh, you know, the report came out that, you know, from sources I can't tell you about, um, it came out and said that um, he, that there was, a, the white hats had now replaced the black hat guy. I mean, there's so many side stories to all this. It's just like nutty. <laughs> yeah. uh, going to be a trillion got, books written. I gotten so I can't keep up with all the stories. Now, do you have anything else on your list? No, that was it. I'm sorry. I had to well, do I some you other did very things. Well. Oh, I, actually, I actually had clips and everything else for talking about the uh, emotional freedom therapy, but we didn't get to it, so sorry, Walt. Oh, not a problem. Maybe we'll do it on Say What, because that's where you were talking about it anyway. <laughs> yeah, so. most people will be ready. They'll They'll understand what you're doing. Well, you can too. It's uh, the the presentations are good. The good presentations better than Walt was telling us. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what Walt was saying. The 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 one the one woman is uh, talking about. She's it was a TED, uh, you know, the fifteen minute TED presentation, and she was talking about the tapping and emotional freedom therapy and she was comparing it to standard psychological you know when they, when when you go to the psychiatrist and you've got post-traumatic stress and what do they do to try to get you out of it and she was showing that comparatively if you use the tapping you fix them in a few sessions versus years of sessions with the old thing so it's an interesting presentation and you know, I well, guess we'll- if you're talking about it, you're not addressing it because the problem is an energy. It's an energy issue, and by tapping, that's what you're doing. You're addressing the energy malfunction that you're experiencing. But by talking about it, what are you doing? You're actually putting energy into the problem. You keep talking about the problem, but you're not addressing the problem. The well, yeah, it's a total, yeah. <laughs> It's a totally different situation. It's an energy correction, and once you correct the energy, the, the they thing don't is that... Know, they don't understand enterology, Walt. Yeah. These are, these are the the scientists, the doctors, you know, that know everything. They walk on water. I don't know if you knew that, Walt. That, that, yeah. yeah and, I, and obviously, they don't understand the difference of actually experiencing an emotion compared to experiencing the memory of an emotion. Because you can still remember something traumatic, but you you remember it, but then you you notice, okay, this doesn't hurt. 
this doesn't make me feel afraid. This doesn't make me sad. This, you have the memory, you, you know, the pictures in your head. You have the memory of the traumatic event, but you don't have the impact. And that's where the, the damage comes in. You have a, somebody tells you something about your memory, your mom, your mother, somebody reminds you of something well, and you start crying like a baby. And she died 50 years ago. So what does that tell you? When number one, age, uh, energy does not age. Number two, that trauma is still fresh because energy doesn't age. So what you have to do is address the energy. Forget, you know, being focused on the intellectual part of it because that's not changing anything. So once you address that energy and you fix it, you can have the memory of that of that trauma of that very bad event, but it doesn't have any impact on you. It doesn't make you cry like a baby all over again after 50 years. Okay, the, 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 <clears throat> if you haven't taken the bioweapon, then your body the disease is because of a buildup or not enough energy throughout your body that's causing a dis-ease. In other words, you're out, you're not stable. You're out of energy balance. So it's the same thing, only, I, and I, I do want to, maybe I'll get this done before Saturday, look into the history. How did they come along, come along and figure this out? Because it's pretty simple. Who was it that did it? I haven't well, seen that yet. Uh, it was the Gary Craig in his book. He talks about the, the work of Dr. Call, uh, Callahan. He's the one who found this out because um, this he had a patient, and this woman had this intense. I have two minutes. Okay, then I will tell you some other time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it and say what. But it was quite serendipitous. It wasn't done. It wasn't discovered because somebody wanted to discover it. It was discovered by accident synchronicity following exactly. the breadcrumbs exactly yeah 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 um tomorrow on radio 5g it's the second uh part of the karen mcdonald uh interview that we did and um so that's going to be going off and then actually uh i don't know if anybody's been paying attention but Dolly, I am replaying your uh, reading of the um, Jim Mars book. Oh, I liked that book. Yeah, well, I'm playing it now because of it's two hours long, that particular segment. It goes from um, seven to nine uh, oh. on the station, but it is up there. It is playing, and you can you can just go in every every... Every reading was different, so it's not like you're telling a story. It's just episode, episode of uh, Jim Mars and different subjects that he covered. So you just start listening to it, and it's in the archives. Um, okay, so you guys want to say adios to our audience? Adios to our audience. <laughs> Thank you all for coming. And don't forget love blankets. Bye-bye. Good night, everybody. Thank you for being here with us. And as the sheriff said, love blankets around, all over. Good, good night. Yes, we're going to have love blankets and we're going to have good times ahead of us. I know that it's uh, difficult for people, but the fact of the matter is, is that I can't find... Okay, there it is. <laughs> I can't find the outro. All right, we got the outro. 
the fact of the matter is, is that we're all going to be good. Be safe, everybody. We'll see you next time. So appreciate you. We're doing good work. You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for listening. Choose your heart.